Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneur Rescue Mission. Today, I am so excited uh, to have on Abby Blum Suds with us. And uh, I actually found Abby, um, I would say probably a couple years ago at this point, uh, whenever I was really, it was almost like, you know, you see those Facebook ads and it's like, oh my gosh, they read my mind, that kind of thing. Um, whenever I was really looking for help with tracking metrics and KPIs for my business and Abby popped up and, you know, since then she's been a great resource and just an awesome person to reach out to uh, when it comes to metrics, operations, and uh, just a lot of things when it comes to business. So Abby, we are so excited to have you on today. If you want to kind of introduce yourself and share a little bit about you and what you do, that would be great. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Abby Blum Suds, and I am a business systems coach and online business manager, I'm primarily working with people who need to design business systems that work around all of their life stuff rather than getting derailed by it. Um, I do a lot with business operations and project plans, and I... I, I just I specialize in simplifying and system systematizing the many moving pieces involved in running a business. Um, but kind of my passion project is analytics. Um, I've been interested in statistics and analytics for a very long time. Um, I've been making spreadsheets for fun since I was a kid. Well, <laughs> at least since computers came out anyway. Um, and so eventually I managed to fuse all of these interests into my work as an online business manager, especially collecting and analyzing data for people to help them figure out what's working in their funnels and to figure out where they're really wasting their time. <laughs> That's probably more important than what's working sometimes. Absolutely. Well, it's so funny. I mean, I'm a person where I'm just getting more comfortable, you know, looking at the numbers and Scott and I even made it a point this year. It's like, all right, it's time to optimize. You know, we're doing good with certain things, but we need to actually look at these numbers. So I can definitely, you know, obviously say that it's been so impactful, you know, in business tracking, measuring and, and actually being on top of that. So can you share with us a little bit, you know, about your entrepreneurship journey? How did you end up, you know, here doing what it is that you're doing? Well, I I kind of accidentally became an online business manager. Um, in 2016, I had my daughter, my one and only, and um, I got really sick afterwards. I developed multiple chronic illnesses that kept me from being able to work outside of the home anymore. Um, before that, I had been teaching sociology classes at a small um, co local college. And so I wasn't able to do that anymore. And I needed something that I could do with my time, something that um, wasn't just being a mom, that that wasn't enough for me. And I also needed to be able to support my family financially um, or help support my family financially. And a business coach that I was working with at the time, she had seen me for several years kind of dabbling in a whole bunch of different things with online business, basically anything that caught my attention. Um, I have ADHD, so when I when when something catches my attention, I just like fall down that rabbit hole and learn everything that I can about it. And she 
she saw how good I was with sim with systems and how good I was at kind of taping together all of the systems needed for a business. And she suggested the online business manager position. Um, and she also actually um, helped me get my first client. And from there, it just kind of ballooned into like, this is what I was meant to do. Um, my clients were so happy with the organization that I was bringing to their businesses. And that made me happy. Like that was the best feeling in the world, seeing my clients actually feel good about their businesses again for the first time in a while. So um, I, I would say that it definitely happened accidentally, but it was also kind of meant to be maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, definitely, I totally relate. I mean, your story of entrepreneurship is, you know, I'm definitely the AD, ADHD. <laughs> I kind of go down the rabbit holes and I'm a very analytical person as well. So I love to kind of like organize things and systems has always been a passion of mine. Um, so I am super curious as far as, you know, systems and things like that. Um, over the years, right. And I know our clients talk about it all the time. They're like, ah, there's so many new and different things out there. And there's always a new spreadsheet system. There's always a new project management. There's a new CRM, you know, how do you kind of fight that noise? Cause I know it can be a challenge, right. You know, to kind of stay on, on track and really stay focused, but how do you really fight through that? And what are your go-tos as far as resources, if you have any, um, or any recommendations to kind of say, all right, maybe now it's time to check out something new, uh, or you know what, stick to your guns. This is what works. Let's, let's stay on course. Well, I will be entirely honest that <laughs> since this is kind of what I do is test systems, I don't usually fight the urge to try out something new. Yeah. Um, if if I don't have, if, if something comes across my attention and I don't have the time right then, I try to fight the urge of like falling into the hyper-focus for it right that moment. But I do test out a lot of different tools that are interesting to me because I want to know what's out there, even if it's not something that I would recommend. And I want to know how it works and I want to know why I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Um, or if there is something better, then I want to be using it. Um, that being said, the ones that have really stuck for me so far for like a number of years, really, um, the biggest one is probably Airtable. I know a lot of people um, are scared off by Airtable because it, it, it looks like a bunch of spreadsheets. Um, and they've kind of addressed that with their new interface um, feature, which is really, really cool. I'm updating one of my products right now to take full advantage of these interfaces. And I've basically made it so that um, it's it's my 30-minute metrics system. And I've basically made it so that you don't have to touch the underlying database nice. at all if Excellent. you don't want to. So people who don't like spreadsheets, they can still use these programs without having to feel like they're using a spreadsheet, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, Airtable is probably my number one that has really stuck with me. Um, and honestly, ClickUp is the other one that's really stuck with me. And we've had some conversations about ClickUp. I know that um, I, I know that you've had some struggles with it. Yeah. And I, I would, I wanted to help you try to help you with that another time, but, yeah. um, 
one of the reasons that it stuck with me is how flexible it is, which actually is one of its downfalls for a lot of people, because you have to know how to set it up in a certain way in order for it to actually really function simply. Um, it's, it's a little infuriating that they're kind of trying to do everything. They're trying to be everything. And this is kind of their tagline, right? Yeah. They're trying to replace everything and they're not going to, I'm, I'm sorry, click up. I love you, but you're not <laughs> going to, you're not going to replace everything. Yeah. Um, so figuring out what you can do there versus other places, but it has really stuck with me because of the flexibility and because of what I can build in it for my clients to, um, to give them a task management system that will adapt to their changing needs, which you can't necessarily do very easily um, with a lot of other task management programs. They don't have quite as much flexibility as ClickUp does. Yeah, that makes sense. And I totally resonate with what you said. It's kind of like it's it's the greatest thing that you can customize so much and you can do all these things, but it's also like, ah, you know, for someone who is not able, you know, sometimes I'll stare at my ClickUp account and I'm like, I know that, you know, I could probably have a really pretty dashboard and I could probably have, you know, things organized in a better way. I mean, I know really I could probably have my CRM, you know, tied to Zapier and I could probably have a lot of things going uh, with ClickUp. But I think for me, it's definitely caused like almost like a analysis paralysis where I'm like, yep. eh, I can't even, you know, so I use it probably in the most basic form, but I'm excited to obviously partner with you and see, um, um, more ways, you know, that I can. Really yeah, use. absolutely. For sure. Awesome. So Airtable and ClickUp, those are your two, you know. Those are, those are my two like ride or die okay. for now <laughs> until, yeah. until I get distracted and find something else that maybe is better. Yeah. Um, I, I've been curious about a couple that are being targeted at people with ADHD. Yeah. Um, but I haven't tried them because they're a lot more expensive. That's one of the other things yeah. that I like about these programs is that they're not, I, I mean, they're, they're more than free, but they're not as much as some other things out there. Absolutely. So. Now, do you have a go-to, you know, one thing I'm doing a lot of research, honestly, it's been the bane of like my, I'm like, ah, you know, trying to find the one, you know, that works best. But um, Scott and I are looking for a CRM that is not ridiculously expensive. You know, it does most of the things that we'd like as far as, you know, being able to nurture and follow up after certain things. Um, you know, nothing too wild and crazy. Obviously, we can use it with the different social media platforms. And we've been meeting with companies probably once a week for the last like year. I mean, we've met with so many different ones. And most recently, we met with uh, the owners of Crumble, which is a, an add-on to Trello. Um, okay. And it, five bucks a month. I mean, it's very simple, but again, you know, I keep looking for something, um, that's going to be very easy to use and very mm -hmm. cost effective, especially for entrepreneurs who are getting started. But do you have any recommendations or any thoughts, uh, around a, just a very basic CRM? Honestly, I'm sorry. I don't, yeah. um, yeah. there, there really isn't anything that is a huge standout in the field for yeah. me on that one. Like there are a lot of things that work all right for pieces, but you're still kind of having to like tape together different things for different functions and nothing has really come to my attention, at least that has really stood out as being like the one that everyone should be going for, honestly. So the journey continues. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. 
Um, so yeah, so let's dig in a little bit more, right. You know, talking around metrics and things like that. And I know you have a gift, right. For our listeners as well, um, which we'll share the link actually in the description, but can you tell us a little bit about, you know, some of the programs and the resources that you have, uh, around metrics, and then obviously share the importance of metrics, uh, in your business. Yeah. So, um, my biggest one is 30 minute metrics. And that is my complete analytics tracking system. It's the one that you found me through. And it's the one that I'm going to be releasing a brand new um, version of very shortly, like hopefully by the end of this week, honestly, Mm -hmm. I'm wrapping it up right now and getting ready to film the new tutorial on it. Um, And that one is built using Airtable. So I'm, I'm introducing those interfaces. Like I told you, people aren't going to have to touch the database if they don't want to. It's going to be amazing. Um, I've, I've been like giggling like a mad scientist <laughs> as I've been programming this thing. I'm that excited about it. Nice. Um, so that that is kind of my passion um, program, my thing that I'm most excited about. Um, and then I have another workshop that kind of goes along with it, but can also be used independently called Profit by Numbers. And that one is a workshop that walks you through doing a business review, whether you wanted to be a monthly review or a quarterly review or an annual review using your metrics. So it talks to you, it shows you which metrics to find, how to calculate them, and then how to interpret them and how to use those numbers to, to set better goals for your business going forward. Um, So those are my two programs. Out of the 30-minute metrics, I originally designed my minimal metrics framework, and I've used that in both of those programs. And then I created out of it my minimal metrics cheat sheet Mm -hmm. that is um, the free gift that I would like to offer to your listeners. Um, it's my one page guide to the essential metrics that you need to measure the performance of your sales funnel so that you can really stay focused on growing your business and not get overwhelmed by this deluge of numbers. So, you know, there's so many numbers that you could look at. You don't need to look at all of them. Love it. Well, that is awesome. And like I said, for everyone listening, uh, I'll put the link to the minimal uh, metrics cheat sheet. And obviously I'll, uh, you know, well, I already have your 30 minute metrics, which again has been so helpful. And, you know, I just go back to, um, you know, when you're running your business and you're rocking and rolling, taking a step back and now saying, all right, you know, we've got some things going really well, but we really need to tighten the ship. We need to optimize. We need to stay close. We need to measure some metrics. What Abby has built, and and like she said, she's a mad scientist. She's done all the work, you know, to pull the important numbers together, right? This is just literally a plug and play that you can use to start, right? That monthly business review to start, you know, actually tracking things and being intentional. And I always say, right, we should be running our business on purpose. Uh, So, you know, this is a perfect tool for that. So excellent. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about today, uh, and I know we talked about this last time, we just kind of were catching up, um, but there's going to be big changes, right, coming out soon with Google Analytics. And I wanted you to share a little bit about, you know, number one, what does our audience need to know about the changes? And do you have any tips uh, to help mitigate, you know, any of the big changes? And what can we do now to really prepare ourselves for those changes? 
Yeah, absolutely. So this big change having to do with Google Analytics, it has actually been happening already and building since 2020. Um, they released in, I believe it was October of 2020, Google Analytics 4, and that is replacing Universal Analytics which has been their mainstay for years. I'm not even honestly sure how long it, that one has been running. Yeah. But the big change that is coming, it, it's kind of like a deadline at this point because they've been letting people continue setting up universal analytics properties, um, but encouraging people to set up a GA4 property for tracking their analytics. And at this point, it's becoming more of a deadline. <laughs> For sure, because on July 1st of this year, 2023, um, they are sunsetting universal analytics. So any of your universal analytics properties are going to stop collecting data, which if you use your data to grow your business, which you should, that's a really important thing to keep going, right? Um, after that, your your old data will still be available for six months. That is important to know. Um, so you will have access to your historical data for a little while. But July 1st, by July 1st, you need to have made sure that you've set up a GA4 property for your website, for your apps, anything that you track through Google Analytics. Excellent. Um, okay. You, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was just going to ask, I mean, right there, like, is there a step? Is there a Google video? Is there something? I mean, do you offer support with that? How can people who have limited tech knowledge, um, you know, dive into this and make sure that this is updated? Yeah, um, I don't offer a lot of support around that because there are so many tutorials straight from Google. And honestly, if if you Google it, yeah. they're, they're going to be the ones that are going to pop up first. Um, you can check and see what kind of property you have set up by going into your the admin section in Google Analytics. And I believe it's under data streams that you want to check what your tracking tag is. If your tracking tag starts with UA and then dash and a string of numbers, you still have a universal analytics tracking number. You still have a universal analytics property. If it starts with a G and then a string of numbers, you're good. It It's already tracking on GA4. You're good to go. Um, if you don't have one set up, usually every single time you log into Google Analytics, it'll pop up a box that's like, would you like us to walk you through setting this up? Um, and if that doesn't pop up, again, you can Google it and the directions will pop up at the very top of the search results. Great. Yeah. So is there anything as far as I know we retain the data for about six months, but is there anything that you would recommend we do or, you know, is there anything that we can, I mean, export or keep or snapshot or anything that would be helpful? Yeah, absolutely. My recommendation would be to download copies of any historical data that you want to have access to after that six months. <clears throat> um, in most cases, you probably don't need to do more than maybe like a year's worth of traffic data. And that traffic data is 
really going to be the most important for the pages that serve as a conversion point in your funnel. So things like sales pages, your freebie opt-in pages, event registration pages, things like that. Focusing on getting the traffic data for pages like that and just downloading it as a spreadsheet. I'm going to say this, the dreaded spreadsheet word downloading it or taking a quick picture of it or whatever to save it so that you have just one year's worth of data that you can compare going forward. Um, for most people, that should give you a good basis of comparison to just have that one year for your most important pages. You don't necessarily need to download every single thing that Google Analytics has available because they have a lot. <laughs> Excellent. So a couple other questions and thank you so much. That was helpful. Cause I know I'm like, oh, we gotta, you know, get our, <laughs> you know, all our stuff updated. Cause we're actually measuring all of that now. Um, so that's going to be huge uh, for Scott's website and for mine as well. Um, but the question that I, I had is, so again, I know you're so passionate about Airtable and, you know, we have Airtable set up now since working with you for people who, uh, are more comfortable with like, you know, Excel or maybe mm -hmm. let's say, uh, Google sheets or something like that is kind of what you put together, um, kind of transferable over to a Google spreadsheet, or is it mostly housed on the Airtable? The 30-minute metrics program is definitely housed on Airtable. That is, I, I can't do what I do with 30-minute metrics in Google Sheets without a lot of extra programming and scripting. And that's part of why I've, I chose Airtable for it. I actually originally designed it in um, Google Sheets and it got so complicated and it kept breaking and nothing was working the way that I needed it to. So I transferred it to Airtable, knowing full well that I was probably going to have to sell people on Airtable itself. Yeah. But I believe in it and it, it does what I need it to do. It's a lot, um, it's a lot more powerful for running the different calculations and pulling data from different sheets than you can get into with Google Sheets. That being said, profit by numbers lives in Google Sheets. It is a program that you can use in conjunction with 30-minute metrics. So, so you can pull the information directly from Airtable for the Profit by Numbers workshop. But the workbook that I included with Profit by Numbers is a Google Sheet that um, allows you to track some of these numbers and runs the calculations for you in a much simpler, more condensed way. Got it. Excellent. So again, you know, the profit by numbers, that's um, like you had mentioned, right? That's a great like place to start as far as like measuring your metrics monthly or having a business review um, and kind of teaching you what you should be tracking and kind of what to expect. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Awesome. So the other question I had for you, you know, I know Scott and I, um, you know, last year, actually my big undertaking was creating um, our expert foundations program, which was all about, you know, I was trying to wrap my mind around what we could create almost like a B school, you know, for Marie Forleo to really mm -hmm. build out the foundations um, using the core functions of every business, right. You know, financial sales and marketing and then operations. And, you know, I know that you had um, worked on and you're obviously you put together a program that's very operationally focused because um, I similar, right? We have similar backgrounds in online yeah. management and, and kind of doing those things. So would love to hear your take on, you know, for all business owners um, and for people who are 
finally kind of, you know, <laughs> letting their ideas and letting their business really take form uh, that really need to get back to basics. You know, in your opinion, what are the, you know, first things that businesses should really start to look at when it comes to getting organized and kind of systematized? I would say that probably the most foundational thing is going to be a file management system. Getting that set up from the get-go is going to make your life so much easier because when you can't find the files that you're looking for, you end up wasting so much time, so much time looking for things, recreating things. You have no idea where anything is. Somebody asks for a link and you're like, I have no idea. I'm going to like, it's going to take me hours to find these things. Um, and so setting up some kind of file management system, even if it is as simple as I'm going to make this list of folders and like, I'm just going to throw all of my content stuff into this folder. And I'm going to throw all of my marketing stuff into this folder. And I'm going to throw all of my admin stuff into this folder. Even if it's that simple. Absolutely. <laughs> just having something in place, some kind of structure that lets you find your, especially your most important business assets. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's so funny. Like I always called it like empty out the kitchen drawer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. empty out the kitchen drawer and let's get some kind of, you know, organization system going on. So I love that. So, you know, we've got a couple minutes left. I would love to, um, you know, of course I know that you love ClickUp and you love Airtable, um, but are there a few tools or maybe like some fun Chrome extensions or something cool that's really helped with either productivity or maybe things that you use daily in your business that you just can't live without. Um, but any tool or software recommendations? Um, the one that popped into my mind is, um, oh my gosh. And now I'm going to completely blank on what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's my time tracking program. And for some reason, I want to call it topple. And that is not right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Is it like a Chrome extension or is no, it? Like no, um, I mean, you can, you can get a Chrome extension for it. Yeah. Well, we can. Toggle. <laughs> what is it called? Toggle. Toggle. Oh, it's T-O-G-G-L. Cool. Okay. Um, if you're not familiar with it. And um, they they have a project management system as well that I honestly don't like that much, but um, their time tracking system is wonderful. Um, it is what I use to track my hours for my clients, but it's it's actually even more helpful when it comes to, if, if I'm trying to figure out kind of where my time is going as a business owner throughout the day, I sometimes track my time just as a, as a standard thing throughout the day for maybe a week, not, not forever, because I can, I wouldn't stay on top of it forever, but um, it tracking your time for even just a week can show you how you're spending it right now and help you identify if maybe you can clump things together a little bit more, or in, in my case, I can't clump things together because then I get bored, but, um, but being able to see it on 
their graphs and keep track of the historical data and also keeping track of hours for clients. Um, the, a lot of programs have tie-ins with Toggle. So like ClickUp, you can actually track directly to Toggle through ClickUp instead of using ClickUp's built-in time tracking thing um, because Toggle has better reporting, at least the last time I looked. Yeah. <clears throat> it's been a little while since I really looked at the ClickUp one, but that's one of the other just kind of little random ones that yeah. pops into my head immediately. Excellent. And um, just our final note that we'll close out on is would love to hear, I mean, cause you mentioned, you know, ADHD and, you know, kind of having that to deal with, which, you know, I totally relate. Um, do you have any tips for our listeners, you know, just anything that you do that works for you that kind of helps you stay on track each day or a workflow or really any tips? Yes. Um, the biggest thing that I do most end of day. This is something I have to do at the end of my work day to set myself up for success for actual productivity the next day is to set up whatever I'm going to work on the very first thing on my desktop. So setting up, pulling up the program, pulling up the screen that I'm going to need, um, opening up the email window and like typing who the email is going to go to, whatever I can do to set to, to set up my physical workspace so that that's the first thing that I see when I open my computer. Because if that's not the first thing that I see when I open my computer, I might not do it. You're like, well, what? <laughs> you know, do something else. Yeah. <laughs> I might do whatever it is that I do see first. And whatever I do see first might not be the thing that I actually need to spend doing my time that day. So setting it up ahead of time, I, I'm usually in a better space to decide what I need to do first at the end of the day than I am when I'm first just all gung-ho and like, yes, I'm going to do everything that I see. Yeah. Um, that doesn't work out well. <laughs> totally. I totally relate. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Abby, for being on today. Um, again, for our listeners, we're going to put in the description of this podcast episode, a couple of the links that uh, Abby talked about. And then uh, can you just share with our listeners where they can connect with you, where they can find you? Yeah, I am on both Facebook and Instagram. I don't really post a whole lot, but I do hang out and say hi when people say hi. And um, I have my blog at abbyblumsuds.com. Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we'll put those links as well in the show notes. Thank you so much for being on today. And, you know, thank you so much for helping our audience um, make the transition, right? Hopefully to GA4, you know, with all the changes in Google Analytics, a lot easier. And again, remember guys, we got to measure our metrics. We got to run our business on purpose. So if you need a foundation or a structure to do that, Abby's got you covered. So Absolutely. have a great day and um, check you guys out next week.